Maybe. It always like says starting recording and then it just like doesn't start right away. There it is. All right. Infamous countdown. Three, two, one. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. <laughs> what happened your favorite fat duo here? Good up, Peyton Manning. With... Don't do it again. Uh, hey. Uh, Mr. Tony Trujillo here with my buddy Austin Rawlson. Austin, buddy, how are you? We're doing good. We're one day. This we're we're, we're about one day out. Yeah, dude, it's been a uh, it's been pretty crazy. I don't know, like it's all everyone's talking about. It's because it's it's the fucking future, man. Like this this is important. I'm scared, but I'm ready. I'm like, it's time to just get this going. Let's change shit up. It's currently one day, twenty three hours, one minutes, and thirty nine seconds. How are we looking? Let's give them an update. Well, nationally, we're looking good. Sick. And that's for Republicans, by the way. So if you're a Democrat and you're listening to this, we're not talking about you. Just yeah, figure it away. Democrat on here. If you live in any state but Colorado, you might be in trouble. Um, Pretty much. Some, some races that are really going to be interesting to watch coming up. Oh, my God. Chris Christie, don't get my hopes up. Chris Christie um, predict that Joe Day will beat um, Michael Bennett, but you know Chris Christie's not a barrager of good ideas. Yeah, but anyway, the um, big thing. Uh, well, f- first of all, <coughs> dear Lord, first of all, watch New York governor's race. Um, Republicans might win the governor's race in New York's in New York. Um, first Republican governor since like two thousand, since like two thousand and four or something crazy. Um, and so watch out, Republicans might flip that. Um, New Mexico governor's race might flip that. Um, and Oregon governor's race, Republicans might flip that. So some deeply blue states that might be electing Republican governors. That tells you how horrible it is for Republicans. On the Trump side. Trump is getting demolished right now. Um, he What's had going on a, with Trump anyway? He had a rally on Saturday. And he like called DeSantis a bunch of names and was being all dumb to Ron DeSantis. And so now Republicans are practically trying to crucify him now. Again. <laughs> it's usually a um, game of like, are we on Trump's side or do we turn on him? Yeah, so now it looks like a bunch of Republicans are turning very quickly on Trump, which is good news to my ears. Yeah, I don't really care as long as he's, as long as it's not a person that's fucking crazy. We can't have any more New York governors and California governors running shit. Yeah, no. Colorado's always been blue. Well, no, it's it's, it's um historically been extremely purple. Almost always had one Republican and one Democrat senator. For a really long time, they swapped Republican Democrat governors for a pretty long time. It's just recently, with the rise of like tech jobs and stuff, people coming from California into um, Colorado, that we've seen a pretty massive increase in Democrat registration. We've seen a lot of Democrat right. registration and a lot of people switching from Republican and Democrat switching to unaffiliated. Um, here in Colorado, we have a giant discrepancy. There are more 
unaffiliates and there are Democrats and there's more Democrats than there are Republicans. So, and then very last, it's like kind of a weird mix. Yeah, and so one of the things is here in the United here in Colorado, we have automatic voter registration. We've had for about eight years now, where you go to the DMV right. and you autom- when you get a driver's license, you're automatically registered to vote. Um, so then you get a pick your party. And if you don't pick a party, they make you unaffiliated. And so a lot of unaffiliated voters registered to vote don't pick a party just because they don't <laughs> want to or whatever, and then they never switch back. Also, a lot of Republicans were sick and tired of Trump, so they went move Republican unaffiliated. A lot of Democrats feel like the Democrat Party is way too radical for them now, so they switch unaffiliated. So unaffiliated is growing across the whole country, but here in Colorado, it's pretty pretty big. Um, oh, and right. also the uh, New Hampshire Senate race, which we thought was probably out of reach for Republicans, has now moved within reach and possible flip here for Republicans. Um, it's within the margin of error. Jesus. So Republicans should, should be seeing huge gains in the Senate and the governor's mansions, and especially in the House. I predict Republicans win 48 House seats back, including uh, flipping the 7th Congressional District here in Colorado, as well as winning the newly minted 8th Congressional District. Um, it looks more and more like somehow um, New Hampshire. Oop, wrong button here. It's looking more and more like Republicans have a chance in New Hampshire. They have a chance in Wisconsin, Colorado. So when we first started talking about elections all the way back in January, right, we were saying that Florida, we were saying that Florida could be a toss-up, that Colorado is a toss-up, Nevada's a toss-up, Arizona's a toss-up, New Hampshire's a toss-up, and Wisconsin was going to go Democrat, and North Carolina was going to be a toss-up, and Georgia's a toss-up, okay? So we first went in January, we're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Colorado's going to be close. Probably Arizona will be close. Nevada will be close. Georgia will be close. Florida will be close. North Carolina will be close. But the thing people were saying was we are sure, absolutely sure, that Wisconsin and New Hampshire are going to go blue. And people were saying that Nevada is going to go blue as well because they have a very powerful, um, they have a very powerful uh, Democrat in office there in Nevada. But what we have seen very quickly is Florida. Marco Rubio, who's a senator in Florida, who's running for re-election, um, might win by double-digit points. Um, Nevada looks like Republicans are going to win. Um, it's not. Gonna be, it looks like it's not going to be as close as they thought. Wisconsin went from everybody's like, oh, Democrats are going to win this. They they um, Democrats put up someone completely a, a complete idiot. <laughs> um, Mandela well, Barnes. Mandela Barnes is the Democrats' worst candidate. She's insane, but he's an insane person. They were like, "Hey, do you believe in defunding the police?" And all these Democrats are like, "No, no, we don't want to defund the police." But Mandela Barnes is like, "Yeah, we're going to defund the police. We're going to say screw the police officers. We don't like them." And so now Wisconsin right. looks like it's going to go red and it's not going to be close at all. Ron Johnson in Wyoming, Wisconsin is going to actually win that race pretty handedly. 
from Pennsylvania here. Pennsylvania looked like Republicans had a really, 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 really strong candidate, and McCormick was going to go get state uh, Fetterman, and Republicans were going to sweep it. But Trump got his dirty little hands in there and endorsed uh, Dr. Oz, and Dr. Oz squeezed out the election victory in the primary. So that's Oz versus Fetterman. Fetterman's I can't Dr. Oz is in that shit. Fetterman has been blowing out Dr. Oz in every poll until the until his debate, where he had a he had a record horrible. I mean the worst uh, perform debate performance of all time. Did you see any of that debate? A little bit, yeah. I saw little clips of it on Twitter. Well, to open the debate. They were like, Mr. Fetterman, how do you feel about um, what makes you qualified to run for to be in the Senate? And he goes, well, hello. Well, he said, well, hi, everybody. Good night. Um, well, I would blah, blah, blah. Like, hold on. You said good night to open your speech. Uh oh. And it was it was no worse from there. Um, Dr. Mohammed Oz goes <clears throat> says something about fracking and how fracking is so important to Pennsylvania. And Fetterman doesn't. Um, doesn't support it. And then Fetterman goes, yes, I do support fracking. The moderator then goes, well, um, there is an article here that you wrote, an op-ed, that says you do not support fracking. How do you gel that with your current position that you've always supported fracking? And Fetterman looks in the camera and goes, well, I uh, I support fracking. And um, uh, I support fracking. That's where I stand. And I support fracking. And that was his whole answer for the question. I mean, it was horrible. It was a really bad debate performance. He couldn't string sentences or sayings or words together. It's really bad. And ever since, Oz is now taking a slight edge in Pennsylvania. And I, I predict that Pennsylvania goes to Republicans. Um, New Hampshire, we thought was going to be a blue race. Now, legitimately looking like that's a toss-up. Um, I still think the Democrats probably win in New Hampshire. I don't think it's necessarily as close as everybody's thinking, but or it'll be much closer than some people initially predicted, but I think Democrats still hold New Hampshire. North Carolina was supposed to be the super competitive, fun, scary race for, um, it was going to be a, a crazy um, race for Richard Burr. Um, Sherry Lynn Beasley, or um, Richard Burr is the former um, uh, senator from North Carolina. He's retiring, so Ted Budd is actually running against Sherry Lynn Beasley. People were really excited. Democrats are really excited about Sherry Lynn Beasley. And they're thinking maybe that Ted Budd may be being a less than um, ideal candidate. And Sherry Lynn Beasley is like a former attorney and like chief justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court. And she's this elderly black woman. And everybody is so excited. Like, oh, oh, oh we can flip. We can flip North Carolina. And then Ted Budd just fundraises, lights out, turned out to be a very good candidate, and North Carolina is going to go red, and it's not going to be relatively close. Um, that's ironic. Now, Colorado has turned out to not be as much as a toss-up as we can. A bunch of Democrat, a Repu- bunch of Republicans like Trump and Joe O'Day's primary opponent um, named Ron Hanks have all said not to vote for him and that he's a stupid person. And it turns out Ron Hanks isn't super pro isn't isn't pro abortion ban in the country. It actually um, he's um, he doesn't believe in an abortion ban. Um, so the issue there is a lot of Republicans aren't motivated to go out and vote for 
I'm Joe Day. Joe Day's in a really blue state, and he's as much a red turnout as possible. I don't foresee Joe Day beat Michael Bennett. I think Michael Bennett's going to hold his seat in Colorado. So the two big, most competitive races right now that I think are really cl- are also really, really close. Arizona seat. Everybody, everybody knows about this Arizona race. Um, everybody thought it's probably going to be pretty blue. But we weren't quite as sure. You got to see if the Republicans nominated. And then the Republicans proceeded to nominate Blake Masters, who's a horrible candidate. He's a really bad candidate. Um, and Mark Kelly, who's the current senator there running for re-election, he's like an all-American hero. He's a literal astronaut who went up and bought and f- fist fight Russians in space. Like literally Mark Kelly did that. So Mark Kelly's like an American hero. And so people thought, oh, Mark Kelly's going to walk away with this. But recently, because of the way the governor's race is going in Arizona, um, Megan Ke- or not Megan Kelly, holy hell. Um, the Arizona race, it looks like um, the Republican candidate there in Arizona is going to actually take, uh, is might pull Blake Masters across the finish line here. Carrie Lake is, um, Carrie Lake is that, um, candidate for the governor's race there in Arizona and it's looking like it's going to be very interesting we'll get more into governor's races races really soon but I I think the way it's looking I think Mark Kelly holds onto that race in Arizona I think Democrats win in Arizona for that um Senate race just because Mark Kelly is that guy he's always kind of appeared as middle of the road guy who doesn't believe with everything the Democrats say or everything the Republicans say but he's like an American he's an American hero and he's gonna stand up and Get it, which leads us to the most competitive, stupidest race in the entire country. That's in Georgia. Raphael Warnock, who's a crazy socialist lunatic, versus um former Dallas Cowboys Walker. What was that? Right. So you had me on socialist. I was like, Mm-mm, right away. <laughs> anyway, so, keep going. Um, it's going to be close because Republicans nominated a horrible candidate. I love Herschel Walker as a football player. Herschel Walker is a horrible human being. I mean, he's paid for women to have abortions. He like has kids and then leave, runs out of their lives and never talks to them again. He's kind of a giant deadbeat. A lot of his words he say are empty. He paid $5,000 to a woman to pay her to um, get an abortion. Allegedly now, um, Walker says that he paid her $5,000 to get him out of his hair. He didn't know it was for an abortion. She states he did know it was, and it was his idea to get the abortion in the first place. Herschel Walker also either has CTE or is functionally retarded because the, um, you know, like state patrols will give out, like if you go to a event and the state patrols there, they have those little plastic, um, little plastic badges, badges, like for decorations. Right. Well, they, yeah. they, in Georgia, they have those, but they're like um, aluminum, and they hand them out to like higher profile people. Just be like, "Hey, thanks for supporting us. Here's one of these for you to for you to have to like put in your office or something." Well, Herschel Walker's been carrying this badge around, stated because he has this badge, he has special privileges. My mom says I'm special. That's what and it so, is. In the <laughs> Raphael Warnock goes, "Well, I support police," and um. And Herschel Walker says, no, you don't. You support defunding them, like you've said a bunch of times. Just no, I support police. At least I don't pretend to be one. Snap. And, um, Get him there. And Herschel Walker looks directly in the camera and goes, well, I am a police officer of the law. And everybody goes, what? 
and he pulls that little fake badge out. He pulls his wallet out and the full <laughs> toy badge. He's got it in his like this, holding it like this. A fucking moron. He's like, see, I got this. It gives you special privileges. And the moderator goes, you do understand that this, that doesn't give you special privileges. You can't arrest. doesn't give you arresting privileges. Yeah. He goes, well, I could stop like, what you. What the fuck? Like, no, you can't, you in, in Kapoop. So George is going to be really, really, really close. But here is where it gets good. Because here's where we'll kind of transition also into gubernatorial races. Because you can't talk to them separately. In Georgia. Right. Right now, there's a, re- a rematch between everybody knows her, the president of the universe, the one and the only, Stacey Abrams. Ah. So, Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp, who's Brian Kemp is the sitting um, governor, he and Stacey Abrams are, are running against each other in a bit of a, um, they are running together in a bit of a rematch. And a lover's quarrel, if you will. Right now, Brian Kemp is blowing Stacey Abrams out of the water because Stacey Abrams is a moron. And she's a very much so horrible politician. Brian Kemp is doing so good. I think Brian Kemp is just so good. He makes that Georgia race um, go in favor of Herschel Walker, and that would give Republicans a 52 seat majority in. Um, in the Senate, giving the majority, making Mitch McConnell the um, a president of the Senate and making Democrats cry because they lost the Senate. Now, say I'm wrong. Say Repo- Democrats do better in Nevada than we think and in Georgia than we think. Then it's a 50-50 tie and say maybe – so the big races to watch here t- um, tomorrow on Tuesday night, so day after tomorrow night, is Georgia, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Arizona. Republicans need to win two. If Republicans can win two, they take the majority. So Republicans only have to win two of those. Democrats have to win three to hold out. Damn, so yeah, we're like yeah. almost there. Yeah, so if, if <clears throat> Democrats we win are there. three... The balance of power stays the same. But if Republicans win two, that's all they need to take a majority. They take all four. It'll be insanity. Um, Utah looked like it may have been in play for a while for um, an independent who would caucus with Democrats, but he's fallen way behind now. Egg McMuffin is what I call him. It's, his name is Evan McMullen. But Egg McMuffin. We call him Egg, <laughs> call him Egg McMuffin because he's a loser. Um, and frankly, if, yeah, um, but so that, that would lead you to a Republican majority in the Senate. That's fun. That's going to be interesting to watch. So now, you know, what yeah. state to watch now for governor's races. Here's where it gets crazy. Okay. If I can get it to open, here we go. Governor's races are crazy. Okay, if you had to say, what is the most Democrat state in the entire country? I would say California. You say California. If you had to pick a number two. Um, probably New York. New York. That's that's probably right. Okay. So, what if I was to tell you that a Republican might just win the governor's race in New York, what would you say? <clears throat> 
I would say no fucking way. Like, that's crazy because they've not always, but like it, they're hardcore Democrat. Right now, polling, so which in New York, which underrepresents Republicans all the time, has the Republican nominee running um, head to head with the Democrat nominee in New York. People are sick and tired of Democrat policies. They are sick yeah. of them. And even Colin Cowherd, who is a kind of hippie liberal on Fox Sports, came out and said, you mess with our kids, you messed up, we're coming for you. Mm-hmm. And even Democrats are getting sick of Democrats. Because of that, because of that, I believe that Republicans will take the Senate or will take the governor's seat in New York. The first New York governors since like 2000. It's going to be insane. Democrats are going to lose their minds. Pennsylvania's got a race that was supposed to be close, but Pennsylvania Republicans are are some if you live in Pennsylvania Republican, you're an idiot if you voted for Oz and for this governor's candidate in Pennsylvania. He's an absolute moron. Doug Mastri Doug Mastriano is running against Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro's going to beat him just because Doug Mastriano is a moron. And you deserve what you get, you stupid Pennsylvania losers. You would get at both these seats easy, no question, but you'd elect a bunch of morons. Great job. Pennsylvania is going blue, thanks to you. Um, Austin just shit on the entire state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> just Republicans. Um, we'll move, move, we'll just move east, Wisconsin. It looks like this Wisconsin race is really, really close. Tony Evers and Tony Michaels are going. Adam, they're really close. All the polls have them within one to two points. Tony Evers is pretty popular in Wisconsin. Um, so I imagine it stays blue, even though Ron Johnson runs very well. I think a lot of people vote split ticket Ron Johnson in the Senate to keep Mandela Barnes out, but Tony Evers is widely considered a kind of in the middle uh, of the road Democrat, and he I think he's going to make it. Um, quickly, Illinois, J.B. Pritzker is the current governor there. He's running against Darren Bailey, and somehow that race is getting with is getting kind of close. And Republic Democrats are freaking out because if you had to say the number one liberal state in the country is California, number two is probably New York, number three is between Oregon and and Illinois here, and Illinois right. might is Republicans are striking distance in Illinois. Does Illinois turn red? For see, feasibly, probably not. Republicans probably still hold Illinois. Yeah. Or Democrats still hold Illinois. And J.D. Pritzker probably keeps his job there, um, even though J.D. Pritzker is a moron. Uh, Minnesota, um, Iowa, Michigan, North, North, um, South Dakota, and um, Pillen's going to win. And all these places are pretty um, set. Wyoming, Colorado, unfortunately, looked like it may be competitive for, their, for a while, but Heidi Ganahl is running against Jared Polis there. Jared Polis is the only openly gay governor in the country. And J- Jared Polis is going to win this. Jared Polis is a multi-billionaire. Jared Polis wants to be president of the United States. He'll spend as many billions of dollars he needs. God, to, I to hope do not it. ever. He wants to be president. And that's what he's doing. Right next to Colorado is Kansas. It's kind of tight. A Democrat won that race um, last cycle. She's going to lose again. She's not even close. Kansas is going to go flip back to the Republicans. Um, so next we've got Oregon. We talked about how, how deeply blue Oregon is. 
the Democrats are idiots. They split their vote in half with um, versus a Republican, thinking Republicans have no chance. Re- a Republican is going to be the governor of the state of Oregon. It's going to be hilarious and awesome. Watch, <laughs> watch MSNBC. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, turn on MSNBC on one TV and CNN on the other. Grab your popcorn and a box of tissues because you're going to laugh until you cry seeing these people on CNN go, we're going to lose our democracy. I can't uh, I like, murder my babies anymore. I'm so <sighs> tired of this white supremacy that all still these, exists today. All these racists have come out, out of nowhere and voted for a moment. <laughs> oh. um, That's exactly what's going to happen. Oregon is going to go red. It's going to cause meltdowns when New York and Oregon have Republican governors. Um, Nevada is going to go red. It is looking more and more and more better. Steve Sisliak is the governor there. He sucks horrendously. And Joe Lombardo is a solid candidate as well. We don't talk enough about good the Nevada Republican Party has been over the past 10 years. Um, right. If you're in a blue state right now, you need to get a hold of some Republicans in the in Nevada and find out what they did. They um, the blueprint in Colorado turned Colorado from a red state to a blue state, and they're pretty much running it backwards in Nevada, doing an amazing job. Nevada Republican Party, great job, and it looks like they're going to flip that governor's race there. Arizona, it's not even close, ladies and gentlemen. Doug Ducey. I love Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey is a, an amazing, amazing, amazing person. And he, unfortunately, cannot run again. He's got term limit. So Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake are going at each other. And the best part, of this is the best race of all of them. Because Republicans, we thought, had two bad candidates. And one was kind of Trumpy. And so Democrats spent millions and millions of dollars to make sure Carrie Lake won her primary race. Come to find out, Carrie Lake is an awesome candidate. She's a former news anchor and weatherman. And she is so good on TV. She's so good with people. She makes everybody look stupid. So She's so good on TV and so good in like debates and forums that Katie Hobbs refused to have a de- televised debate against her. So MSNBC gets a hold of Katie Hobbs, and Katie Hobbs goes on MSNBC, the most Democrat liberal platform of all time. I mean, oh, it's, yeah, it's terrible. It's completely rigged. Horrible. They don't even Look hide that shit. So Katie Hobbs goes on, and, and the question to her is like, why would you not have a debate with her? Everybody's saying it's a mistake, and she goes, well, well, Carrie Lake is not talking to people. She's not explaining her points. I don't want to platform her um, horrible, dangerous rhetoric. Because she won't talk to anybody. And the MSNBC lady goes, oh, yeah, really? Well, three days ago she was on here. She spoke with me for 30 minutes live on television. <laughs> and Katie Hobbs goes, oh. oh. And she goes, and, her, and anyway, if her views were so so evil and so dangerous, wouldn't you want to expose those to everybody? Because exactly. national Democrat strategists are saying that you – are making a giant mistake not debating her. That if I if that if you should make sure that other Arizonans know your positions and know how dangerous she is if she's really this dangerous. And Katie Hobbs just looks at the screen like, uh, well, thank you, and hungs the phone up on him. She got burned on MSNBC. <laughs> They're lobbing her. They were lobbing her freaking softballs. 
And she, she was got like, freaking smoked. Katie Hobbs is <laughs> horrible. Not as bad as Mandela Barnes, but really bad. If 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 boring was if if Lacroix were a person, that would be Katie Hobbs. Where like you get Jesus. around her, you're like, ooh, she might be a. What was that? Something happened. I don't know what it was, but it was something. What was that? It's <laughs> fucked up. And finally, New Mexico. <laughs> Um, in New Mexico, we did not think this was going to be <clears throat> going to be crazy, but Tim Waltz in New Mexico, the current governor there, is running for re-election. Another news anchor named Scott Jensen is running for governor there as a Republican, and looks like he's getting closer and closer and closer to flipping that seat Republican. Does it happen? I oh, don't yeah. think so, but it is in our wet dreams. Okay. All right, there's a spanking coming from the so, red wave. So as as the um, map stands, as I predict it, I predict Republicans will have 34 governor's mansions of the 50 available. It is going to be insane. I mean, Democrats will have 16, will have 16 Governor's mansions. I mean, it's it's going to be terrible. This, this map is blood red with Republicans. Mm. It's going to be absolutely incredible. I think I think a lot of it's the fact that people are done with it, dude. They're sick of the bullshit. No, I I totally get it. You know, like I think people have finally had enough, and unfortunately, it takes getting there. So, like you know, it, it takes finding out that <clears throat> there are gender affirming doctors that there's hospitals that'll do it that there's laws that enforce this and that and taxes like it takes attacking the kids and it takes essentially attacking your freedom and enacting it for people to go whoa 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 we were talking about equality right not communism because so, I read a study that was like most people in America don't actually want socialism. It just looks like a good idea on paper. And it's a hot topic right. to debate. It's also popular amongst kids. Well, why is that? Because they're fucking kids. They don't know what they don't know what they're talking about. So, you know, an average person with a brain is like, no, I don't think I want this Democrat shit for a while. It could flip over time, of course. We've seen that in the course of history, but I think people are really just getting sick of it. And if so, that means choosing Republican, they will. What my what what my prediction is for the House, we're not going to go through all the competitive House races, just far, far, far too many from Alaska with Sarah Palin running against like Mary Pelota, um, Eric Adlin running against um, Eric Adlin running against Brittany Pedersen, or um, Mike Levin running against Brian Mayotte. Um, there's a lot, a lot of um, one, a lot of toss-up ones, but if I do have to um, give my prediction, I think Republicans end up winning 229 seats. It's a gain of about 54 or 45 seats. The Democrats at 205 giving Republicans a big, big majority in the House, and I would not be surprised if that actually um, increases as the as we get closer and closer and closer, it looks like some some of these bluer, di- lighter bluer districts in um, in 
Texas might actually flip as well because Beto Rourke sucks so bad at his job. And God, he's uh, terrible. And it's looking like more and more like maybe even Miami Dade County could go red, which is incredible <laughs> in Florida. Right. So um, it's going to be um, in the House, it's not going to be close. Republicans are going to absolutely murder. I mean, it's going to be mm-hmm. assault the second degree. It's going to be like WWE. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, the from the top rope. <laughs> That's what's going to end up happening. Yeah, fuck it. So, so, great time for Republicans outside of our state. Even in our yeah. state, we're going to win two. We're going to win. We're going to flip. A, I believe, I personally predict we're going to win a congressional race. We're going to flip a congressional race and win a new one. Um, I think we win Secretary of State, and there's a good chance we win dist- um, Attorney General. Um, and so that's really, really hopeful. That'll be fun. Um, so now everybody knows what to watch. Yeah. Um, what to look out for. So there's your goddamn 40 minute election recap. <laughs> Oops. Well, I mean, Hey, we, we promised the folks <laughs> that we would do it. So we're keeping them updated. We probably will talk about it again in the week or, you know, oh, we'll talk forward. about it. We'll talk about it right after election day. Um, most likely there'll be like a bonus episode if there's time I'll make time because that would be newsworthy if you people are listening I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat listening and you're like me and you're an idiot and your ballot's still sitting on your table because I was I was kicking um, a baby killing hose butt cheeks in this whole month <laughs> he was clapping. we're making sure that this, this um, dirty Ba- this baby murdering whore does not win um, her house race. Um, <coughs> we are. Um, I left my my ballot still sitting on the table. So if you're stupid like me and your ballot sitting on the table, whether you're Republican or Democrat, go fill that stupid ballot out, you dumb hoe, and go turn it in. Do your goddamn civic duty, you you freaking degenerate. Do it. Do and it. if you don't, and if Do you it. don't vote. You're a loser of a human being, and you and you, you should move to Mexico, or you should move to like Iran, where you're not allowed to vote. You freaking loser. Don't Essentially, yes. Wants your money. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. <laughs> fucking, I'm sending you a video. Okay, so, uh, yes, I worked this weekend, and yesterday while I was at work, nine o'clock a.m. is uh, Crown Jewel WWE's Saudi Arabia pay per view, whatever. And it's the one where they were building up Logan Paul and Roman Reigns, and that match was phenomenal. Like you gotta see this fucking flop that Logan Paul does or does is. He records it on his phone too. He takes his buddy's phone and does a live stream of it. Dude, it's a, it was a good match. Like Logan Paul's only wrestled three times. He freaking now, but, jumped him. <clears throat> oh, dude, but like Logan Paul is doing great. And what's so of course Roman won. That wasn't a shock. They weren't going to give a celebrity the belts. I knew that for a fact. But how it played out was great. So Logan Paul's kicking ass. He goes to his buddies that he does this podcast with. You know, they're in the front row. This is Usos Logan? come out. Yeah, that's Logan Paul. Jake Paul showed up too. Dude, so what happened was... I, I have so much more. I used to despise Logan and Jake Paul. Now I just hate Jake Paul because Logan Paul's doing... Like Jake Paul's or Logan Paul's like doing a bunch of really great stuff, and he's like yeah. being really committed. Like, like the how far he's come with this, 
or boxing has been amazing. I mean, it went from oh, everybody yeah, going, oh, like, this is a joke, to him, like, you'll watch him box. And he's boxing legitimate boxers now. You're like, oh, he's doing shoot. Good, yeah. He might legitimately know what he's doing now. He's actually trades. He's he actually cares about this. Jake Paul doesn't care about anything. Jake Paul's a douchebag. But Logan Paul's like it looked like the suicide force thing with Logan Paul really forced him to grow up really fast. Yeah, because that and, was a turning point in his career. And now, he, and now he's just gone. I mean, it's incredible to see how fast he's kind of grown up and gotten better. And I give him a bunch of credit for that. Well, this match was crazy because, like, the first time Logan Paul wrestled with The Miz last year, I was kind of like, this will be stupid. He actually did some pretty good moves, and I was like, okay, he took it seriously. The second match against The Miz was fantastic. I was like, damn, dude, like, he was actually wrestling. Kind of like Bad Bunny did when we watched him at uh, WrestleMania. But he did way better. And then this match, he was even better. He was wrestling the entire time. He was taking bumps. He was lifting Roman up off his ass. Like, it was as if he was doing a real fight and it was because he had a lot of training so he trains in between these matches he's not a full-time wrestler i think he's right. got like a contract where it's like a couple matches a year but in this match when he's whooping ass the uso show up and they pull his buddies out from the front row and they start whooping their asses and then jake paul shows up and then uh socolo whatever his name is which is another member of the uso roman family he shows up, him and Jake Paul get into it, and that distracts Logan Paul. So Roman's able to hit him with a Superman punch and a spear, and then he wins. But it was a good match. I mean, longer than I thought it would be. That was probably like 30, 40 minutes. So, I mean, that's a record for a celebrity, but Logan Paul's doing great. But then it was kind of cool to see Jake Paul show up because I got this feeling that they're going to bring him in and do like a tag team line. Like, I guarantee they're going to have a match together. But Logan Paul, man, like, I used to hate him, too, because I thought he was so fucking annoying. I've grown to like him a lot, though. I think it's because I love how much people hate on him. And he's successful. I'm like, dude, no matter what he does, they're always going to hate on him. But he does everything he says he's going to do. The thing with Logan Paul, the people hate who hate Logan Paul, either A, hate him for things he did way back in the past and has, like, changed and gotten better from, or like ten years they ago, hate him yeah. for stupid reasons. Like, why is he in boxing? He's not a boxer. Well, he's beating a bunch of professional he's... boxers in boxing. Suck it up and admit it. He's he's doing this for real. He's not. This isn't a joke mm-hmm. to him. This this is what he wants to do, and I respect him for it. Yeah, they don't want to give him credit, and they never will. Because everyone, once you like cancel someone or you're part of that little cult, nothing anyone does is ever going to be good. So that's always going to be the case. But, dude, like, halfway through the match, there were Logan Paul chants, like, lighting up that stadium. Because every time he showed up, it was always, boo, and fuck you, and this and that. And half that time, it was Logan Paul, Logan Paul, because it really looked like he was going to get the drop. He's earning earning this respect. Oh, yeah, and he's a great, he's a talented wrestler. If he stuck it out, kept doing it, I could see him doing something. Because it's not far-fetched for a celebrity to become a wrestler. That's what The Miz did. A lot of people don't know it, but The Miz was a TV star before he became a wrestler. That's what attracted him to wrestling was he well, loved it as a kid. Headphones. Well, basically, he was a dumbass. You know what I mean? Like, right. he was on, um, what was it, Real World or whatever, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And then, like, 
he signed up for a small deal with WWE doing like the Total Divas line, and then he did like the Tough Enough program, and then he started getting into wrestling. But now look at him, he's borderline. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. The Miz is probably one of the greatest villains around. So, I mean, it's not a far-fetched idea for Logan Paul to become a good wrestler. I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. David Arquette, he redeemed himself. He's a good wrestler. He did real training with real wrestlers, and now he's doing real matches. So, I mean, it's doing great. The rest of the show is kind of amp. I think the best match on that, or at least the best card, was um, Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross in a steel cage match. Drew finally won because he's lost to Karrion Cross like twice due to distractions from Cross's girlfriend, which Karrion Cross is a badass wrestler. Like, he's cool. He could be the next big guy. But Drew's been losing like left and right. He hasn't won a single match until the other night. And it's night. not and like he's just losing because he's bad. He's, he's losing because they freaking <clears throat> piss me off and do the same bullcrap on every match. Yeah. Like, they're wrestling. No mm-hmm. one can win by themselves. It's, we're wrestling. Oh, I'm going to beat you. Oh, who touched my vagina? Oh, no. Yeah. I, I got pinned when I was... Or he gets maced in the face. I mean, I got to give credit to the wrestlers that put people over. Like, when you're a big name and you're trying to help somebody excel their career... Right. That's a pretty big responsibility, and that's a big thing to do, but that sucks when you're asked to do it 24-7. Like, uh, one of the cool things I thought that was going on was... AJ Styles is in a, a storyline with Dominic Mysterio and the Judgment Day faction. Well, they're trying to get him to join, and he tricks him into believing he's going to join, but then that's when his buddies show up, DOC, the only club that matters. These guys were a part of WWE in the past. They got released because of budget cuts like two years ago or whatever. Right. So they were on Impact for the longest time, and they were just talking mad shit about WWE. And then they show up, and now they're back in the game like, Triple H taking over was a good thing. They're making slow progress, which is extremely annoying. Like, it feels like these changes are taking place at a slow pace, which I guess isn't a bad thing. You don't want to change shit, like, completely overnight. But, you know, he's making progress. Like, they're coming back. He's brought back a lot of people that were released. He um, made changes with, like, the stupid 24-7 title. That's no longer around, thank God. They got rid of the day one pay-per-view, thank God. They got rid of tables, ladders, chairs, thank God. But, you know, they're making slow changes, and, oh, man, Aubrey is not happy. <laughs> She's upstate. She's coming. Yeah, I I haven't watched, like, anything. It's the only time I really watch is watching with you. Well, there's a lot. That's going on right now. Nothing like too interesting. Uh, it sounds like CM Punk is no longer going to be with AEW because they fired his buddy. They got involved in that backstage fight he had. Him and CM Punk had with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. But on AEW, there's been little vignettes of uh, hints of the Young Bucks and Omega coming back. So they probably will. I couldn't see it any other way. There's no way they keep CM Punk. I love him to death, but... It's a known fact that Punk is very egotistical. He's got a authority problem. A lot of locker rooms hate him. That being said, Triple H is actually open to the idea of CM Punk coming back. I don't think that'll happen, though, because CM Punk has already got some shit lined up in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point with WWE where I feel like every stupid race is the – or every single um, – 
race. Every single match ends the same way. I got racist for a minute. <laughs> well, I'm just so in political mode that it's like race. No. <laughs> no, I get it. No, it's yeah, WWE's been kind of like stale. But uh oh yeah, huge announcement to make, bro. Fucking AEW is coming to First Bank Center for uh Dynamite. It's a special edition called New Year's Bash, I believe, or something like that. And I wanted to go, but I was like, man, tickets are kind of out of my price range because I'm pretty broke. They were cheap though. They were like between thirty and a hundred bucks. Well, two guys I work with want to go really bad, so they bought my ticket and I just paid them back in increments. We're not on the floor, but we're like the first row up. We're gonna see AW Dynamite, and then they're gonna show us. Because uh, well, when you go to these, they do the rampage taping first. So I'm well, excited. I just got a, I just got an email that says a new, the most recent poll out for Colorado Senate race has Bennett only up by two. Jesus Wait, Christ. what? Looks like Colorado might be in play for Republicans. Holy Dude, I would be so fucking shit. happy if that was the case. We got to get rid of this blue shit. Because Colorado hasn't been red in a while. I don't know how no. long. We've had a Repu- we had a Republican and a Democrat gov- um, senator just, just two years ago. So, I mean, we've been pretty purple for a long time. Um, it didn't help that Trump really, really hurt Republicans in Colorado when they were trying to run. But in 20, 26, 2018, Republic, or was it 2018? No, it was 2014. In 2014, Republicans swept the state when the state Senate um, nearly had a, a majority in the state House. Um, they took they um, had a majority of congressional voters and they had a Republican um Treasurer, a Republican Attorney General, Republican Secretary of State. I, I don't think this city, um, state is just is as blue or as as blue as some people think it is. Polis just is a. I hate to say, but Polis has done a, a decent job running this state. Um, this legislature, Democrat, so? le, the Democrat legislature has been horrible. And unfortunately, Heidi Ganals hasn't turned out to be a real great, real great candidate. But man, if Trafalgar's got anything here with, with Biden or with um, O'Day within two points, that would be incredible. It's funny you mention that because I've been watching Becker on Peacock, and there's commercials, and it's constantly commercials for Heidi. So Heidi for Colorado. She's all on a mission, Tony. Well, like, the commercials are really stupid. There's, like, a cop involved and all that, and I'm like, oh, boy, playing on people's emotions. That's what you got to do. Yeah, it's, it's, um, this is going to be really, really interesting. Well, what is he said? Tuesday, right? We'll find out for sure. Yeah, we'll know Tuesday. Um, We'll probably know Tuesday. We should Um, do, like, a bonus episode or something for that, like a small episode. We should know either, well... It'll probably be, we'll need to, um, we would definitely need to be, Jesus Christ. Um, we'll probably, I'm sorry, I've got a whole new, um, no, you're good. Poll out. Um, but for CD7, where my guy Eric Ablin is running for Congress, but, um, we will, if we record, it'll have to be Wednesday because we won't know till Tuesday at like 11 midnight ish. Especially if some well, of these right, races yeah. like CD7 and Senate are going to be as close as some people are saying they are. 
we could go a couple days without knowing. Yeah, that's true. We'll have to just foresee. We'll have to see when. <clears throat> the, we'll have to see how. Yeah, how returns come. If we can call some right, races. the results and such. Yeah, dude. I fucking. I think it'd be fun a... to. I think it'd be fun to do a. I think it'd be it'd be somewhat fun to do a live stream of next next year because I'm closing my consulting we company should, in December. We should totally do it next cycle. So in two years, next presidential year, we should do a live election special where we take in returns and we do. Yeah, like kind of like a kind of like. Like a Q&A of sorts, but like a live stream of it. Yeah, live during the live. Because I can't do it this year. I, I know people. I know some people have been asking for it this year, but um, i got candidates that pay me to do work that day. So, um, and this doesn't oh, yeah, pay. I gotta, fucking, like, I gotta be up early to work. <laughs> no, this don't pay nothing. We get 10 bucks pay. every couple months. <laughs> this, this, pay, this, this, um, this, this doesn't pay like that does. So, uh, But this coming December, I'm closing my consulting company, so next election cycle, maybe that's something we do. We do a live stream. If you're listening. Wait, why are you closing it? Uh, I got too much crap on my table. Opening my truck and everything. I just... I'm not going to be able to do, do work on the truck. Build my... Work on um my work truck. And right. build my truck. And consult... And do everything I need to do at home and everything. On top of, yeah. Um, let's take this time to talk about. I sent you a text on this. What are your thoughts on a Christmas story? Christmas, the sequel. Oh, I didn't even get to. You texted me when I was like in the middle of a meeting. Dude, I'm excited. Like it, it looks cheesy, and it's going to be on HBO Max. But I'm so excited. Now, you know what Christmas movie I want to watch though. Which one? I want to see that um, Silent Night. Oh, you talking about uh, Violent Night, Violent whatever? Night. With Violent Night. Yeah, that dude from Stranger Things. Well, he's in a bunch of shit, but I always know him from Stranger Things. I want to see that too, dude. A badass Santa Claus. That could be interesting. Um, <clears throat> actually, you know, I want to take this time to do something real quick because I've been meaning to do this for a while. So on Instagram, we're pretty popular in comparison to our Facebook. We have a lot of um, other podcasts that, like, love our shit, like it all the time, and comment. Right. So, I mean, I want to give them a, just a, a little brief shout-out as soon as my daughter's done for <laughs> She's not having a great night. Okay, so <clears throat> two Instagram followers in particular that follow the Great Growth Podcast page that are constantly watching our stories, commenting, probably watching the show, too. Shout out to Shookum45 or Shookum underscore 45 or Warpath TV. Uh, your love does not go unnoticed, as well as Ryan underscore J underscore Sharp underscore or Ryan J Sharp. So those two dudes are constantly liking our stuff, constantly following. They're drinking the Great Earth Kool Aid. Shut up. Sorry. The other ones are podcasts, so like do it like we have a freaking SNL skit. Like, if you do not get off the shed, I will strangle you. I will take you to the woods (laughs) and send you outside. Have you seen seen that one? Yeah, that's so good. I have, dude. 
So the other are ones are actually uh, scared podcast <laughs> groups. Yeah. Um. So one in particular, the top one, is Gaspro's podcast uh, from Australia, somewhere in Australia, I believe. I haven't looked too much into it, but they've been really following our shit. So You're thank you guys this, for. Buddies. You need to reinforce Tony what I keep telling him. The most beautiful women on the planet oh, come from Australia. God. Jesus, I'm gonna go meet in Perth. I'm gonna go to Perth and get me a wife. Okay. The other ones <laughs> are the Knockaround Boys. Thank you guys for listening. I've been listening to their stuff too. I think they're doing pretty great. The third one is uh, it's a podcast called Ten Cent Beer Night podcast. He's pretty cool. I love his shit, dude. He talks about like everything you could think of: music, movies, actresses, singers. Everything you think of his is pretty cool. Um, another one, Passion Pod. Thank you. 100% Passion Pod has been behind us, too. And he's actually a pretty well-known podcaster. So, I mean, that again, that love don't go unnoticed. You guys, I just want to say thank you to all of you for constantly following our stuff. I do see it. I just don't respond because <sighs> this doesn't pay. So, I'm very busy. <laughs> I'll see this, like, days later. I'm like, oh, shit. I feel like a major tool because I've not said thank you. <laughs> I feel like such a douchebag. So thank you guys. And um, yeah, absolutely, we're in the works with them. Um, <clears throat> I got to get in touch with them, but we're probably going to have a crashing re- uh, revelry back on. They actually opened up for Saliva, pretty big band. If you don't know who they are, they're the guys that sang the infamous song Click, Click, Boom. It's in every car racing movie you can think of. Click, click, boom. <laughs> That's saliva. They have other songs, of course, but uh, Crashing Revelry got to open up for them. And it sounds like Zach, their, um, one of their guitarists, he actually stepped out. So it's unfortunate, but they wish him well. We wish him well, too. But we're in the works of getting them back on. Other than that, I hate to end this a little early, but I got to go to do my uh, slave job to keep the government off my back in the morning. Quickly before you do that, did you see yeah. this thing in South Korea where like 150 people died? No, what happened? There was a crowd surge, so like there's a giant group of people out for like a Halloween event in South Korea, and like the that so many people packed into one place so fast, so quickly. Um, 150 people died. Jesus. Yeah. That's a massive That's amount of people insane. in a crowd. That's fucking sad, though, man. This world is falling apart and before we do close this out i gotta announce that i love absolutely love the shit that elon musk is doing right now they're just trolling the fuck out of people do you see his most recent tweet where he was like oh any of these any of these people who have they them in their um bio have to pay 16 dollars instead of eight dollars because they uh, (laughs) identify as two people (laughs) (laughs) my favorite dude is aoc she's talking shit about it and he's like your input is appreciated. Now pay me $8. <laughs> Dude, like, he's great. I think Elon Musk is perfect. And I do like the the idea of $8 subscription fee. I'm sorry, but it's so unfair to become verified. It's really fucked up. The process is fucking stupid. If you're a celebrity, you can pay for it. Aren't we always saying eat the rich anyway? They just don't like it when it's them. So, I mean, it makes sense. All these people like Alex Winter are like, I'm leaving. Like, okay, bye. They only want to. They only want to eat the rich when the rich people don't fall in line with their. Yeah, when it's them. Yeah, I fucking love that. <laughs> but 
Thanks, guys, for listening. Again, we appreciate your support and being there for us through this three-year journey. We're going to be closing up <clears throat> season number three, actually, uh, in December. We'll be starting season four. And for those of you who don't know, we've barely been around for three years, but the way we do these is like just like a TV show, January 1st all the way to December. That's a whole season for us. When we started this, we had started in August, so the first season's actually kind of short and I guess it really don't matter if you listen to us on a weekly basis we're always here if you like what you heard here and you guys want to check out more you can check out every single episode our entire backlog at the home base as I like to call it that is the greatearthpodcast.com we also have a link tree that I've developed the free version because I'm broke in our Instagram bio so check that out as well I am Tony here with my buddy Austin Austin sir I'll see you the next time adios there it is. I missed it. <laughs> that last one. No, I was like, where is it? But we'll see you guys.